Whatever job you need to do out there, grab the right tool to get it done. The new F-150 with an available hybrid engine and up to 7.2 kilowatts of pro power on board to power things on the go. It's not a tool you'll hang in a tool shed, but you can certainly use it to build one. The new 2024 Ford F-150. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024. Optional features the owner's manual for important operating instructions. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Circling the Bases podcast, the official baseball podcast of NBC Sports Edge. I'm your host, Matt Williams. And joining me on the show today... Uh, I've been trying to have him on here for a long time. He's everywhere. You can find him at Fan Tracks. You can find him over at Roto Ranks. Uh, Micah, what is up, buddy? What is going on, man? Oh, uh, I'm sorry. And also, hashtag was it Micah Notes? I know yes, there was a lot Micah of notes. I know there was a lot of cool names that people were tossing around. It's Micah Notes, right? Yeah, I should have did something. Somebody tossed around Micah Musings. I should have did that, but it is, it is what it is. Micah, <laughs> notes like Micah Notes just is easier to say. Yeah, easy to say. Yeah, more straightforward. <laughs> So you like we'll tell everyone about him real quick. I mean, you you update basically, you run through and recap the day in fantasy and and tell everyone what the important stuff and you give like a little micro opinions on everything, right? Exactly. I kind of I kind of just like just you know real quick you know player performances that might be notable that you might need to know about. Mm-hmm. I try to like sneak any you know fifteen to twenty of them in there in a thread and just you know do that nightly. I try not to do you know just like too many but you know and twitter doesn't really allow you to do many many uh tweets in one thread either so I hey man i do i do my, you know i do my threads i'm all i i know the yeah. uh the, restri- <laughs> that's the restrictions that's you, you gotta get creative with wordings i always i i i don't even type with anymore i do w slash that's fine <laughs> I, I should start doing that i gotta start using the abbreviations <laughs> All right. So uh, on today's show, we're going to be doing the weekend recap, going back to what we typically do. Uh, we're going to we're going to look at uh, some of the strong performances hitting and pitching from the weekend and see what's uh, going to stick going forward. Uh, but before we get going, a, a special promo for everyone listening, all of our uh, audience Bases 10. If you use the Bases 10 promo code uh, on NBC Sports Edge, you get 10 percent off any tier of subscription um, for yearly or monthly, any sport, NBA, MLB, NHL, NFL. So go over uh, to uh, NBC Sports as you want to sign up to any premium content, any tier, use the promo code BASIS10, get yourself 10% off. So jumping into the recap, uh, we're going to do pitching first, then hitting, but to headline it off, we are going to start with a hitter, and I don't want to spend a lot of time on this guy. Marcelo Zuna. I mean, he broke he broke a couple of fingers, which is already an issue, and now he has this thing. He's actually on video doing horrible things to his family. We don't want to get into that too much, but from um, you know, we're here to talk about fantasy baseball, so you know, we'll we'll keep it light and we'll just move on from the you know the the, the background information from that. Is is he cuttable in every format or in like in fifteen team leagues where let's just say you're in an NFBC, you do not have a way to stash him. Um, is he someone you're holding on to or Marcel Zuna is he's a because you not only have to worry about when he comes back I mean, he's probably looking at a suspension possibly a very lengthy one yeah yeah I'm 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 not looking to hold him 
in in like a 15 team league where I have like you know six, seven bench spots and I need you know I need the bench spots I'm down the standing standing and need to catch up I can't afford you know hold a guy that might not even play the rest of the year so you know the upside obviously is there when he's healthy when he's not you know with in trouble with the law you know but there's some stuff going on with him right now so he's you really can't afford to wait a few months you know you gotta you gotta cut him in my opinion yeah no I agree with you I mean I'll you know there's some people that just don't like to hold on to players for certain reasons. That aside, I mean, even if everything's on the up and up, you're just looking at probable time missed for whatever reason, it's time to move on. Mm -hmm. Uh, So getting into pitchers, let's just into the actual baseball part of the show. Uh, We're going to start with uh, Chris Bubik. Bubich? Bubik? Is it Bubik? I feel like it, I feel like it should be Bubich. This sounds more. I have the pronunciation uh, guide sitting in front of me, and to, I'll be honestly, the way they broke it down, I'm still not sure. It is Bubik <laughs> or Bubich. It's one of the two. So uh, he had a nice start for Kansas City. He, six innings, one earned, four hits, two walks, five Ks versus the Twins. They have um, an interesting core. I wanted to talk about their entire rotation with you for a second. Us, uh, um, Brady Singer, he got lit up. There was a lot of people that wanted to cut him this weekend. I was trying to talk people off of that, like bench, don't cut, at least in my opinion, in deep formats, like 15, 10, and 12, do what you got to do. There's plenty of inventory on the waiver wire. Irvin Santana made a spot start for some reason, and they're not bringing up Jackson Coar, who is like ready to go. We'll, we'll, we'll roll through his stats real quick in AAA so far. He's got 26 and two-thirds innings, 36 strikeouts, 101 ERA. He's only given up th- uh, three earned runs in uh, 26 and two-thirds innings. So. What do you make of that just in general, of the, the entire staff over the Royals? I know I just threw a lot at you, but what stands out? And uh, are you sticking with Singer? Are you are you already grabbing uh, Kowar and, and stashing them on your teams? What are you doing? Yeah, so the Royals have kind of like a, I don't know, they're kind of just like in that true developmental stage with their staff right now. They're trying to get guys going. They're giving them opportunities. You know, they caught up Daniel Lynch. He didn't do well off the bat, you know, got sent back down. So they're kind of just trying to figure out what works right now. I think, I do think uh, Jackson Coar will be the next guy up to see what he can do. And I think it's possible he's probably the best guy that will perform, you know, the best rookie uh, Royals pitcher that could perform this season. I, yes. I think when he's up, he'll be like the best, you know, the most, the most fancy friendly type guy. So, yeah. Um, in deep formats, I've been hurting for starting pitching. So I've been aggressive and trying to add guys early. I already got Coar on my team. Manoa, nice. I, I, I already had him on my team. Like I, I'm adding these people for two bucks, like weeks at a time. Nice. Uh, it's hard if you have a lot of injuries, but mm. due to the amount of injuries, sometimes you have to make a leap in order to actually get value off the waiver wire uh, when it's already picked through. So, uh, yeah, very interesting stuff going on there in Kansas City. Uh, Zach Wheeler, 14 Ks versus the Rays on Saturday. 12 strikeouts versus Boston, his previous start. He's got a 2.52 ERA, 0.93 whip, 92 strikeouts over 75 innings. I know you're a Philly guy. I mean, yes. I'm a Mets fan who's so upset that they, we let him go. I was very against it. Um, he was one of my incredible buy lows or, or buys of the season because mm-hmm. I thought that strikeout rate would come back because <laughs> of the, you know, he had that sinker going on last week or last year. I thought the strikeout rate would come back and man, is it come roaring back. So uh, Zach Wheeler, uh, where would you, where would you rank him right now in terms of like the rest of the starting pitcher as, as just as a whole, uh, how high would you rank him rest of the season? If there is like a, I, I, I love to look at things in like, you know, the tire type uh, viewpoint. So like, from a tire type viewpoint, he is firmly in like the the upper ends of like the tire, a second tire, like right behind right behind the first tire. He's he's a guy that's going to be you know 
continuing to do uh, get strikeouts all season. He'll go six, seven innings pitch. He'll limit, you know, uh, runs. And it's really that, that I, you know, I tweeted about it. But it's that slider usage. He's increased it. He can throw like 91, 90 miles per hour. So it really, you know, tunnels well with that hard fastball. I mean, it's going to, he's, I think this is just going to continue. I mean, he had a, that's a career high of 14 strikeouts. He has like, you know, a couple hundred, I wrote, I forget the number, but he has a lot of career starts, you know? So this is like, you know, this is big stuff. Yeah. I mean, last year, his, his strikeout went, went right. Strikeout rate. If I can speak, went <laughs> way down because of his increased sinker usages, at least in terms mm-hmm. of the way he was using it. He was getting a lot of weak contact mm-hmm. strikeout rate went way down. So a lot of people thought either the ERA was a complete mirage or the strikeout rate was a mirage. There are some people that are just betting on the ERA going up and the strikeout staying down, which I didn't understand. There was no reason to show that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now, right now he looks, he looks dominant. I think if, the, if, um, this is what we saw in 2020, you know, in a small sample, I would, I'm willing to bet he'd be drafted, be, being drafted around in the top 20, yeah. probably around mm-hmm. where, um, I'm trying to think like Tyler, Tyler glass now, Kenta Maeda, um, that kind of area where like mm-hmm. those, I think that's where he would have been being drafted. Um, Sean Manea, the, uh, the Oakland A's, he's looked fantastic this year. He almost threw a no hitter like everyone else on the planet, <laughs> six and two thirds, one earned six hits, eight strikeouts versus the angels. Uh, I mean, he's far and away their ace, I guess. Right. I mean, because they, they have some success with some guys behind him, but uh, I mean, he, right now with uh, Lizardo coming back to the bullpen, he's kind of the leader of the pack there. Uh, how much do you trust him in, uh, in fantasy? And fancy, I, I don't necessarily trust him just because he allows a lot of, you know, a lot of hits and a lot of hits that are, hard, are you know, hard hits. So, you know, a lot of extra base hits. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's you guess start like the next day he did, he did well. You guess starts like this, but you also get, you know, a five, six, seven run outing next time. So it's kind of, you don't really know what's, what you're going to get, but I mean, it, he is a, he is a veteran, you know, he knows how to pitch. He only throws three pitches right now. So he's just using those, you know, trying to command those well. So he has to have strong command and control each time out or he'll get, you know, he'll get lit up, unfortunately. Uh, who do you like more of the entire? I mean, I, I named it a de facto ace. They have a few, I mean, they, they kind of all have like middling aces. They have Chris Bassett, who's, who's yeah. done really well mm-hmm. this year. Strikeout rates higher than normal. Frankie Montas at times, shows you that ceiling that you're hoping to see. Sometimes the wheels fall off mm-hmm. and Cole Irvin's been a pleasant surprise. And James, uh, <laughs> I have never attempted to say this guy's name on the air. Me neither. Uh, Capril- Caprillion. That, that's, that's what I said in my mind every time I see his name. So sounds, sounds, <laughs> it sounds badass. It sounds badass. <laughs> I don't even know Caprillion. if I can say that on NBC. Um, <laughs> so uh, I would assume it's fine, but um, so, <laughs> so uh, of that group, uh, do you even, do you like the Manea the most out of the athletics uh, rotation or is there anyone there you would actually rather roster? I've always been a, been a, a Montas type, Montas type guy. I just mm-hmm. I love his stuff. I love his his uh, uh when he's on the mound, he's like he's like a bulldog. He comes at you hard. He has a good pace. You know, he's just like he loves the pitch, and you can see it. It's just he has to throw his uh just splitter and slider more. If he throws those pitches more, I think we'll get more strikeouts. But I mean, I think I like him a little more in fantasy. I like Mont- I think Montas is my guy from the for athletics in the in fantasy for sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, he we we saw what he could do at the uh, in 2019 when he's getting that splitter going. Kind of, we saw yeah. what we see with Kevin Gaussman who left with a hip disc tightness today. Which you know, mm. fingers crossed for for him. They say it's precautionary reason, but we can see what a splitter can do. And we saw mm. Montas do it. Uh, I got the uh, the pronunciation guide. It is James Caprillion. So Caprillion. I mean, cool. yeah, I'm, cool. pre- I'm pretty sure that's what I said. 
Yeah, so that is what you said. Yeah, that's what you said. I'll take the W or half W <laughs> on that. Uh, on Seattle, sticking with the AL West, you say Kikuchi. Six straight quality starts. Um, SP streamer, my friend Michael Simeone, he's been on him very much all of the preseason. So props for being on him. I was excited to draft him. I definitely wasn't on the bandwagon by any means, but during those six straight quality starts, 277 ERA over 39 innings, 41 strikeouts, only 11 walks. Uh, I mean, are, one, are you a believer? Two, do you think he actually has the ability to keep this up over a long period, which would make him like, I don't know if I want to see a fantasy ace, but if we knew you were getting this uh, from last year, he probably would have been drafted in that Kyle Hendricks, Zach Wheeler area of drafts this season. If this is what we saw, maybe even earlier. So what degree do you believe in him um, going forward? I, I I believe in the fact that those those eleven walks that you mentioned that you know that ability to show that he can you know throw strikes that that was that was probably the biggest thing that was throwing him all past seasons not yeah. being able to throw strikes and command and stuff but now he has a, the command going control going so I mean I think there's a good chance he'll be a starting pitcher three with some upside the rest of the season and next season he'll be drafted you know probably top one hundred and fifty type area you know yeah yeah uh, I think that. Yeah, I like what I see. I, I would love to see the control. Like you said, the control is the key for him. Mm. Uh, there was no doubt on the stuff he had mm. ever. It was just a matter of he can control. He had some of the worst command in baseball at times. Uh, so, yeah, it was good to see. Uh, moving into three aces in a row here. We'll lump them all together because there's a question coming. Brandon Woodruff, seven scoreless, ten strikeouts. Uh, Max Scherzer, six innings, two earned, ten strikeouts. Mark, or, uh, Lucas Gilito. Seven innings, 12 strikeouts, 28 whiffs. And wow. I mean, he looked crazy. He looked crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's good. It's, it's a game he needed because mm-hmm. there was, uh, there were, you know, he looks great at times. He looks bad at times. That's just going to happen with Lucas Giolito. Looks good more often than not. It's nice to see Max Scherzer this year kind of, you know, hey, by the way, I'm Max Scherzer. I'm still here. Mm-hmm. And Brandon Woodruff is just about as consistent as they can, they possibly come. So, um, Lumping those three together, how do you rank those three rest of season? Put you on the spot. That's a good. That's a good question. Yeah, I've been thinking a little bit. Yeah, you know, I, I so I personally avoided Scherzer this all season just because you know I guess I didn't want to deal with any injuries. That's 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 pretty much it. Nothing about the talent would you know. It's you see, I was telling everyone I'm a hypocrite. I told everyone to draft him. I didn't yeah, draft I, him. <laughs> I didn't do it though. So I feel bad. I'm like, oh, he's going to do it. He has one more I'm Max Scherzer season. And I'm telling listen. everyone, I but listen. I didn't like, but I, it's not that, I don't know if I was avoiding him, but it ever came to me. I'm like, ah. so I think in the yeah. back of my mm-hmm. mind, I felt like, I felt like mm-hmm. what you felt. I thought it was going to happen. The good, the what's happening. But I can't take credit for it because I refuse to actually listen to my own advice. And it's, it's still possible. I, I'm not, you know, I'm not over here saying, oh, I hope he gets, you know, what I mean, I'm not, I don't hope he get, gets hurt or anything. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. The, the season is still going, you know, injuries could still pop up or something like that. So, I mean, we'll see if he still, you know, will be a value. But for now, you know, as long as he's healthy, he'll be Max Scherzer. So, I mean, all right. So, so back to your question. I think, <laughs> you know, I mean, Scherzer will be third, I'm assuming, because. Yeah. Yeah, you, it, you said yeah. the season will wear on. We don't know how he'll last if he can keep this up through 165. So Woodruff versus Giolito is the interesting I, one. I think it's going to be Woodruff. I, I'm going Woodruff here just because I just think he'll be more consistent. Yeah. You know, the, hopefully that back, I think it was back or lat, something upper mid body last year. I hope that doesn't pop up this year, but I think it'll be Woodruff going forward. Uh, so like 
Is your is your answer Woodruff just because of consistency? So I'm gonna I'm gonna paint back you in another corner here, which is unnecessary, but I'm gonna do it anyway. It's Woodruff versus Gilito for consistency rest of season. Let's just say one week. You have to pick one guy. He's gonna pitch one time, and you're gonna need a big start out of him to like, you know, win, win, win it all. Are you picking Woodruff for Gilito? Still Woodruff? That would depend. For for you know for the for all the marbles that would depend. Well, one's on. facing the tigers, one's facing the pirates. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which one's worse? I don't know. Like pirates? No, I, don't know. I, no, I, I like the pirates actually. Uh, all right, so give me give me Woodruff. I'll still go because I still believe who he can do seven innings, ten Ks any day. You know what I mean? Yeah. He yep. little kind of sometimes he just doesn't have it. I don't know. I, I, give me Woodruff by a hair. It's by a hair. I wish Christian Yelich would be healthy because Milwaukee fans, I feel bad for them. They have this exciting core of Burns, mm-hmm. Woodruff, Peralta, and like, you know, they just, they got to deal with Yelich injuries. They got to deal with Keston Hira, whatever the heck's going on with that guy. Uh, I just wish for a little <laughs> consistency on their offense, but uh, they have some exciting arms down there to be sure. Um, Joe Musgrove. I don't know whether to be concerned or not. <laughs> uh, Blake Snell comes in, gets annihilated part for the, you know, par for the course for him. Joe Musgrove comes in in relief, piggybacking him, throws five perfect innings. Um, is there a concern that they are doing this at all um, with Joe Musgrove? Or is this more of a, do you think Blake Snell is just going to maybe like lose his, I don't know if he can, he lose his job. He can't, right? They gave up a lot, but he's been so bad. Um, so, I mean, I'm not sure what to think here. It's like, I don't know if I'm more concerned about Snell. Um, they, they just want to like that, that they were ready to replace him this early. If it's just about him or if this is a actual strategy, the Padres are willing to do again, because this would obviously be terrible for Joe Musgrove, uh, you know, fantasy managers. I think they're essentially testing different type of strategies for potentially next season when they have, you know, Everybody back healthy like Clevenger, everybody back healthy ready to go. I think they're they're just trying to see what could, what can work and what cannot work. And I think this now they see that this can be effective, this can help them win the game. That's that's all they care about winning the game. So I mean, from a fan fancy perspective, I don't know, you know, what it means exactly. I think we'll still have starts here and there, but I think it's possible these type of things will pop up too and kind of mess with his uh, you know, his starts per week. So we'll see. If um if you had a if you did not if you if you had him and this did worry you like would you be looking to move him let's just say next time out it's a regular start he looks sharp mm-hmm. would you be looking to unload him thinking that as the season wears on this could be something to worry about I don't think so because I mean there could be times when he he comes and maybe maybe they just throw him out there for like two or three innings and they start him you know five you know a couple of couple of days later and he goes like five or six innings, you know, that type of thing. So he could, it could give him just more opportunity to produce, you know, fancy ratios possibly as long as he's not, you know, allowing more runs, but I'm not, I'm not looking to sell yet. I got to see a little more of what's going on here. I'm not going to lie. Anything weird happens. I'm a, I get rid of weird stuff. If I don't understand it. I get rid of it. <laughs> so I'm right now I'm, I'm thinking my wheels are turning. Mm. Joe Musgrove goes out, has a normal start, does well. I'm going to see what I can get. I don't want a discount. I don't want like to give them away for a discount, but if there's someone willing to, you need a pitcher who's willing to just pay what he's worth. Mm. I, I may, I may flip him into alternate. Like I don't like making lateral trades. They're the worst. I hate when people ask yeah. me, oh, who would you rather have this guy or this guy? It's like, I'll make a lateral move to maybe move away from him. Cause this is weird. And um, although I don't think it'll be a concern, I, I kind of feel what you do. 
I, it's too weird for me, and I'd like to move away from it. It's a little weird. I only, <laughs> only, only, I only have one share of him. It's a points league, so I'm like, all right, who, who, even if, even if he doesn't start, he'll get me like 12, 13 points when he does this. Well, yeah, that's th- that's okay. I mean, a roto yeah. league where you're really counting on like the wins and stuff, then yeah. So I, mean, yeah. I guess it's different. Mm-hmm. Uh, last pitcher we'll talk about is uh, Ter- Tarek Skubal, who has looked great. I mean, he he looks so lost. Last season, this year, he obviously was coming in trying to work on off-speed stuff. He only had like one, two pitches, and now he's working on like all sorts of off-speed stuff. Three straight starts, he has had at least five innings in over eight strikeouts. I think they said it was the first Tigers starting pitcher ever as a rookie to do that, which is crazy because they've been around. Uh, Just threw six scoreless eight strikeouts. Um, Do you expect this to continue? Just kind of plain and simple. Do you think the last three starts are what should we expect from uh, Scooble going forward? I haven't dug into his his slider usage from the start today, but if it was still up to where it's been over the last couple of starts, then yeah, I think this could definitely continue. That's been that's been the biggest change. He's you know he has like five pitches five pitches that he throws, but that slider usage matched it with that fastball has been like kind of key for him. So I mean, as long as that stays up, I think this type of you know high you know strikeout total games will continue. At Bet three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University, that's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm actually pulling them up right now because the... uh, the the beauty of technology, I can do that. Uh, he he threw uh, eight, 56% um, four-seam fastballs because that's where you're going to get. Uh, mm-hmm. And 18% slider, 16% change-ups. So um, overall, uh, three whiffs on 10 swings on the slider, seven of 23 on the uh, fastball. So 30% whiff rate on those two. Did uh, four of seven from his change-up. Overall, 36% CSW. So mm-hmm. pretty pretty solid. Pretty he, he mixed in – he only mixed in uh, – nine knuckle curves but you know it's nice that he's he's putting him in there so i mean he looked like he had a more concentrated effort uh based on what it, it's almost like a perfect mix of what he used to do uh versus what he was trying to do in the beginning of the year <laughs> he's he's leaning on the fastball really hard but he is mixing in three other pitches mm. so hey we'll see um moving over to the hitters how, how about tyler o'neill he he seemed like someone who was just destined to continue to disappoint people every year until you finally forgot about him, uh, which maybe that's the case. Maybe that's what's happening right now, but 
uh, he, he over the weekend, uh, he's hit like three home runs. He's hit three mm-hmm. doubles, and now he's hitting 271 with 11 home runs, four stolen bases, and 11 on 118 at bats. Um, I guess the Cardinals are uh, finally got one outfielder to break out for them that they didn't trade. <laughs> I guess yeah, they're, tra- they're trading Hall of Fame talent left and right. Ridiculous. Uh, so uh, Tyler O'Neill, I, I feels like I'm saying this over and over again for every player, but do you think what we're seeing right now is legitimate? Do you? I mean, do you think he can keep the average at 271 and stay healthy and kind of give you this power combo that everyone has been waiting for? Which a lot of people don't realize how fast he is because of how yeah. jacked he looks. Yeah. He doesn't look yeah. like maybe he'd run. His speed yeah. is actually he's actually like one of the fastest players in baseball. Yeah, and that that's the thing. Like the speed is real, the power is super real. You know, he he has these strong tools, but. The the bad average, I just I'm I'm you know I'm I don't really trust it. I don't trust the contact skills. I don't you know he's only he never really had you know a full season either yet. You know he's had like mm-hmm. these 200, 150 AB plate appearance sample sizes that haven't really shown us what he can really do. So I mean as long as he keeps on playing, keeps on you know seeing at bats, I think he'll be able to reach simply you know twenty home runs, twenty steals. I don't know about the bad average, but I think he's capable of just you know pr- producing raw stats. Um, I, I like what he's doing this year. Cause he seems to be hitting the ball a little harder. Uh, at least the way, the kind of contact you want to see. Cause in 2018, he batted 254, had a 364 BABIP in 2019. He batted 262 at a 386 BABIP. Then mm-hmm. in 2020, he only batted 173. looked really bad. Like the wheels were falling off this year. He's batting 272, but he does, he's doing it on that 313 BABIP, which is, which is completely fine. So I think, you know, he's, he's barreling the ball 18.7% of the time. I mean, that's not going to continue that, you know, but he's really, really locked in uh, hitting a ton of line drives 25% mm-hmm. of the time. I mean, it's just the kind of contact you want to see. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm in, I, I hope he stays healthy. That's actually my main right. concern, All right. but I don't know. He's someone I think I would look to buy high. Um, if someone had him and they were like, oh, great, I can get something for him now, I would see what they're asking because um, I, I think what we're seeing is is legitimate. And I would I would like to like acquire him in like, let's say, Dynasty uh, mm-hmm. or in Redraft. I'd, I'd be fine grabbing him, too. But uh, and it's all, you know, all depends on the price. Um, Austin Meadows, another injury prone player, would might be a better Better case to buy right now because he he's hit a couple home runs. He's starting to hit the ball really hard, but his surface stats, he's only hitting two thirty three. When you look at the when you actually look at his um, you know the box score, he has eleven home runs, does have a three forty six on base. So um, Austin Meadows, do you think you know he he looked terrible last year and he started off the season not too well? Like, like I said, he's hitting two thirty three. Do you think that he's starting to turn it around and he's someone that as the weather heats up? You'd expect him to uh, maybe return value. See, metal metals changed his his entire profile since twenty twenty. It's, it's crazy. He's like he's like a he's like a straight. He I think he has a fly ball percentage over fifty percent, a launch angle over twenty degrees, um, like twenty you know twenty three percent ground ball rate. Something something you know some kind of crazy extreme. So I mean, he's just hitting the ball in the air a lot. He's hitting, and that's why he has a lot of home runs. But I mean, that hurts your ability for average too. So I mean, I, I don't know what. Because it looks intentional, that's the thing. So I don't know what he's trying to do here, but I mean, it's not gonna, it's not good for you know bad, bad average leagues. For OBP, I'm fine with it. He's still a great asset, but for bad average leagues, he, this is kind of you know this approach is kind of hurting his bad average for sure. Yeah, I I talked about this a few episodes ago where we were talking about the new baseball and in terms of the exit velocity was high off the bat, but then the the seams were keeping the drag. Mm. So if you've watched the baseball game, you'll notice how a 
bat, a ball off the bat. Looks like it's gone. It's it's going to go, and mm-hmm. then it just dies. Mm-hmm. And I was looking into those some of those players that were going high launch angle fly ball um, hitters that I wanted no part of, and Austin Meadows was one of them. Because yeah. like you said, it looks like he's trying to elevate the ball, but I'm thinking that a lot of his you know, a lot of those fly balls are being caught. You know, he does yep. hit 11 of them out. He is, uh, has 11.8% barrel rate, which is what he had in 2019 when he had that big breakout season. So kind of everything lines up as far as that goes. But I think maybe his approach would work better with the old ball. Hmm. Um, but um, yeah, I still, I'm a little worried about Austin Meadows for the same reason. I, I think as long as the new ball is around, it, it, like you said, in, in batting average leagues, yeah. I think that he is, um, yeah, I think that he is, probably destined to have a lower batting average uh this season at least as far as everything i could see yeah i'm worried about how low too i'm like because i mean we've seen him hit like you know for the was it 280 290 around that area so i mean say he's like 250 240 by season's end i mean he'll he'll have adp probably in the i don't know behind 150 somewhere back there that season something like that yeah well i mean he has some speed and the thing is that he's batting mm. 229 with a 259 babbit and everyone wants to look at that and assume okay um, that's going to normalize to 300. That's what everyone always assumes, but it's not mm. the case. Mm. He batted 291 in 2019 with a 331 Babbitt, but back, but back then he hit, let me look up, 23% line drives. Right now he's only hitting 18%. Remember, um, batting average for balls in play ha- has a lot to do with what kinds of balls in play you're putting. Right. There is some luck involved, but some batted balls have a higher percentage of becoming base hits. Line drives every year for the league have around like a six, six fifty batting average. I mean, that's the mm-hmm. league. Um, that's how, you know, line drives get hard. Um, and that's the, you know, the average for a line drive usually across the entire year uh, for fly balls and, and um, ground balls. It's like one twenty. Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's a big deal to hit line drives mm-hmm. and there's a five, almost five percentage point difference between what he was doing in 2019 and 2021. So, um, I wouldn't expect the BABIP to normalize to points where um, everyone is hoping there because he's right. intentionally hitting fly balls. And when they're not going out, they're being caught. Right. So um, well, we spent a lot of time there on Austin Meadows. Uh, how about Kettle Marte? <laughs> everyone, let's celebrate. <laughs> Kettle Marte. I do not have any stats in front of me. I actually wasn't going to talk about him, but today he hit a home run, which went to like I almost dead center. I think like about 450 yep. feet, just crushed mm-hmm. this changeup. Is Kettle Marte back? Please say yes. Yeah, he's he's, he's I mean, he, he's, he's he is what he is, man. He, he hits the ball hard, super hard. <laughs> he hit for average. I mean, I we we kind of saw those steals from the past couple seasons ago, and we assumed he'd be like a maybe ten plus steal guy, but no, I, I don't think so. I think he might get five, but he's just not running anymore. It kind of sucks, but so he's he's a great he's a great asset, you know. Regardless, I wonder who he'll, he'll be playing in um, August. Cause it ain't gonna be in Arizona. <laughs> Mm. I mean, they they re- they really need to move him. You think? Where 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 do you think? You know, where would you where would you want to see him? Where would I want to see him in the yeah. New York Mets playing center field? Oh, I like that. Um, I like that. Uh, but that is, like it's. That. I mean, I think I saw a stat earlier that over. I can't remember. It's like over the last month uh, or in May, I think the Orioles and Diamondbacks have combined for three wins <laughs> or something terrible. I mean, they're really bad. Uh, they've had a lot of bad things happen to them. Yeah. I mean, as every team has, but True. yeah, I think the Diamondbacks, um, he's a luxury they can't afford. <laughs> right. Um, right. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving to completely change gears to a completely different player. That makes no sense. Albert Pujols. He hit home run number 
670 today. And actually almost brought the Dodgers back, you know, brought him with one run in the ninth inning. He looks like Albert Pujols is kind of the only thing I can say. I, I can say to myself, no, he's not back. But is he, do you think he is back in terms of a usable fantasy asset? Because um, even when he was bad for the, like literally the last decade, um, he was still hitting home runs and then he just started to get worse and worse and worse. He seems to be rejuvenated. I don't know if it's yeah. just the chip on his shoulder and the Dodgers seem to want to play him. So uh, if you're in like a deep mixed, the 15 team, uh, is he someone that uh, you don't mind uh, rolling with on your bench as someone that you're holding on to? I feel like it got, it got to be a, a deep league, you know, something maybe even like 18. I don't, I don't know, but def, definitely, definitely NL only if we're getting like real specific, like, you know, NL leagues. If You wouldn't, you wouldn't do it like a standard 15 team. I don't, th- I, don't I don't, only if I really need power, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I mean, he's hit, he, he can still hit the ball re- re- relatively hard, you know? So, I mean, maybe so it's a big, maybe. No, I mean, I know what you're coming. I mean, I'd rather yeah. have Garrett Cooper. Than yeah, yeah. Albert Pujols. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, there's a lot. There's he's an easy player to replace. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's something to be said for riding the hot hand in magic. <laughs> and some people are interested. But yeah, he's an easy player to replace. And once everyone's healthy for the Dodgers, he's he's not going to be playing. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, the, I don't know why this is the last player we're talking about. Well, let's talk about James McCann. Maybe it's because I'm wearing a Mets hat. <laughs> uh, in in uh, popular formats are two catchers nowadays and in in uh, more shallower formats people like to just you know spin through catchers and stream McCann looked terrible to start the year like super terrible and for some reason moving to first base of all places got him going which wow he's actually a good first baseman I don't know if you've actually caught any of his games but he's like a natural out there he has never played first base before ever he's out there making diving stops he's making routine plays um, the only mishap I saw him make was he just forgot to cover first once, which Marcus Stroman covered because he's the man. Uh, <laughs> but uh, James McCann, he uh, went four for five with a home run, double three, home, three runs and two RBIs. He raised his average from 197 to 221, which still wow. 221 is bad, but he's been, on, he's been on fire. And, um, you know, ca- catchers are, you know, getting injured like crazy this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, James McCann is is he someone like a two catcher format or um you're streaming catchers? Is he someone you have an eye on? <laughs> or Definitely. yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, is this like a beggars can't be choosers? It's it's catcher ride the hot hand, or is he someone where do you believe in kind of what the changes he made last year? Do you think that's in there still? Yeah, I think I think that's definitely still in there. I mean, because he he's hit the ball, he's hitting the ball a lot harder over the last like I think three seasons. So I mean, and this I, that's you know that's due to some type of you know change he's made at the plate. So I mean, I think he can you know be a two sixty two seventy type guy with some nice nice power. I mean, two catcher leagues, I think he should one hundred percent be added. I I couldn't imagine who else. Well, you would one of them in Canada, just second catcher, but well, yeah. you know what? The, there was there was right before they moved him to first. Um, Tomas Nito, his backup, was taking his job. He was losing uh, playing time to him, uh, and McCann was only playing because Pete Alonso went down, and McCann was playing first. So, um, this a him moving to first allowed him to get back on track, get some at bats. So, I mean, there could be some at bat issues going forward. Uh, Luis Rojas, the Mets manager, did say that Nito and McCann will be splitting time back there, but I mean there's not too many catchers that aren't splitting time nowadays to a degree. So it, it's something to consider, but um, yeah, yeah. It's, ca- it's catcher. Interesting. It's like, t- yeah. it's like, t- it's like, it's like kicker in football. Yeah. Well, it's like kicker. Is it like tight end? 
Both. I mean, both. <laughs> I don't, know if, I don't both. know if I made it worse than it, than it needed to be. So, I mean, like, you know, for example, you know, somebody like Mitch Garver or Carson Kelly, I don't know. I'll, I'll take either one. I don't, I don't yeah, know. right. All do you want, do you want, I don't care. Did you, what do you do in drafts? Do you, are you a draft to catch your high or a draft to whoever the hell's in the back? Yeah, I always wait. You know, say this year you wait for that Yadier Molina. He's only, he, was, he, had, he had a great start so far. I mean, you're looking good. Always yeah. always wait for catcher. I hey, know. I drafted Omar Nervaya as like dead yeah. last, and I'm like sitting pretty. I'm like, they're like, hey, good for you. I'm like, I took him because he was the cheapest. So, I mean, don't necessarily pat me on the back. I just whoever was most least expensive. All right, right, uh, Micah, (laughs) thank you for joining me on the show. Is uh, before before we head out, uh, is there anything you want to tell the audience? Is there anything you are working on um, where they can follow you? Remind everyone where they can find you on Twitter. Plug everything you do. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter uh, at Fantasy Central One. That's the number one. Um, I write for uh, Fantrax, uh, uh, Rotor Ranks, and NewLifeFantasy.com. And uh, for Fantrax, I have a piece that should be out within the next couple of days hopefully it's like a player's trend type piece i'll be analyzing different trends or you know expectations stuff like that from past seasons for different players and analyzing if it's continued if it started that type of thing or if it's like you know feasible or you know attainable at this point so we'll you know that'll be like a regular series i'll try to get out weekly but hopefully it'll just be out you know on a regular basis so yeah look out for that Awesome. All right, everybody. You can follow me on Twitter at Matt Williams, M-A-T-T-W-I-7-7-I-M-S. Make sure to follow NBC Sports Edge. Download the NBC Sports Edge app. If you want to get all these push notifications to know when, uh, you know, certain players are injured, when they're coming back, when rookies are being promoted, put on push notifications. Be set right to your phone. So download the NBC Sports Edge app. And uh, that'll do it for the Circling the Bases podcast. Make sure to download and subscribe. We're here Monday through Friday. All right. See you, everybody. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application.